This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Do you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Welcome back, sci-fi fans, to another episode of the Science Fictionary Podcast and our Marvel Reaction Show. And we're up to episode five of WandaVision, and I feel kind of like my, my youngest kid has asked me at least three times since the episode went off yesterday if we had another episode yet. Yeah, he's six. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel kind of like that. It's like, come on. It's like there's part of me that really appreciates the once a week thing and the, the, the suspense, but Man, they're they're really killing me right now. Like I, I'm ready to see what happens. It is just we've been, we've been so spoiled. We right? have yeah with stuff like like the like uh with like Netflix shows that drop the whole season at one time. Mm-hmm. So now we get stuff like Mandalorian and WandaVision where I'm dying because <laughs> I'm just used to like streaming services dropping it like that. Exactly. Right? And I, I think you're going to see a lot more streaming service. I mean, really the, all of them do this except pretty much except for Netflix. But, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that this is, I think that this model is working really well for them and the hype that builds up all week mm-hmm. waiting for that episode to drop. And it's like we talked about before, man, you're, it's like, there is something nice about having them all drop at once like Netflix does. But at the same time, like the marketing buzz that they get for eight weeks for a show like this Mm -hmm. is, is huge. I mean, you don't get that when you drop a show. I mean, people binge it the first weekend and then the hype. So you get like a big week bump and then it starts to die down where, you know, this, especially, I mean, the show's got to be good. It can't be a bad show. And every episode's got to have something to talk exactly. about. Every single week, it's the number one thing trending on Twitter. And then it's all over social media for the rest of the week of people talking about mm-hmm. what's going to come next week. And it just makes that buzz. I, I, I know people, people at work have come up to me and they're like, people who would never give a crap about this stuff are coming up to me like, hey, what's up with WandaVision? Because like it. it <laughs> Because also they're excited because it doesn't seem like the usual Marvel thing. Right. They're reading about it on Twitter and they're like, what the hell is going on? I saw Endgame. This doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand how mm-hmm. this is connected. And it, it actually makes them interested. So people are coming up to me. They're saying, what is going on with WandaVision? Should I watch it? And I'm saying, yes, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of people who are like, I'm just going to wait for the whole show to drop and then watch all of it. Um yeah, it's, well, it's, it's it's a great market. Better stay off. Um, yeah, it's like Twitter. Good luck, good luck not being getting spoiled on it if you're going to wait. But um, yeah. man, it, it, it's been it's been so wild. But uh, yeah, it's like I'm, I'll be curious to see how much the numbers spike for Ultron. Mm-hmm. On you know if if they give us that information, but I've seen a lot of people on social media talking about going back and, and watching Ultron. To kind of go back to the origin of this character. I went back and I watched um, Ultron and Civil War 
and um, I'll do Infinity War and Endgame just to kind of like kind of refresh my um, acquaintance with the the big players here. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it, and I remember like last time we did a reaction, uh, my dad said that it doesn't feel like it's in Wanda's character to be a villain or something else going on. But the more I think about it, I haven't rewatched uh, Ultron and Civil War or anything yet. But the more I think about it, this seems actually just fine in character. It's like a better execution of Anakin Skywalker's storyline. Like when you actually look at it. It may, to me, it makes perfect sense that she'd be a villain. It's not like she's been around since the very beginning and has been this super heroic person. Like, what is she? She she seems like a good person, but she's not like yeah. a like a superhero. Right. So it makes perfect sense to me that she's snapped like this. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's, that's the thing really is well. her 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 whole story starts with emotional turmoil. Well, and the thing is, she fun. She decided she was going to do the right thing. She was going to help people. She was going to not go in for number one, right? She was going to do the hero number. And it came back and bit her bad. I mean, the reaction that she got to the people who she was trying, the reaction she got from the people that she was trying to help was brutal. I mean, and we saw her in um, in Civil War just sitting and watching newscasters just tear her apart mm-hmm. you know and she, you you forget she's young she does not and she's young and she's damaged you well, know she and, doesn't and I, necessarily have the tools to deal with this kind of criticism right well let's not forget the wanda that shows up in endgame is is the same damaged character we're seeing now i mean she shows mm-hmm. up she's a broken damaged person and she's going to exact revenge on this person that she's laying the blame at the feet of yeah Um, so this isn't like this big twist that she's sort of the bad guy now i am going to before we jump in because we need to i've got a couple things i want to talk about first but i am going to say i still think there's someone else manipulating her um and, and i'll give my reasons why in a minute but before we go any further i do want to remind you that This is our spoiler discussion of WandaVision episode five. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to stop, go check out the episode and then come back. But um, let's open it up with um, what I I didn't realize initially was a deleted scene from Endgame, Mm -hmm. which was Wanda stealing, um, stealing Vision's body. That was a deleted scene from Endgame? Yeah. That's what I read. Now I actually didn't go back and watch wow. it. Did, did you confirm that? Um. I, I did not. Um, but I mean, I can pull up the voodoo thing and see. No, no, don't, don't do that. Okay. Yeah, I, I read. I read that it was a, it was a deleted post credit scene. Um, and that she'd stolen. Oh, cool. That. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Uh, I, I yes. That's a, um, that that scene of her stealing the body is, is a deleted scene. Uh, was meant to be in the post credits. They took it out for whatever reason and just opted to give us the, um, you know what they gave. Oh, there was no post credit scene, was there? There wasn't one. Yeah. Uh, no, there wasn't one because uh, the Russos wanted it to be like a definitive into the chapter. I like yeah. that there was no post credit scene. But that's yeah, a, no, that that was yeah, nice was no that it was cuz it bookends it. it. It doesn't 
It's like exactly. this is a story. The story's over. Like mm-hmm. you know, whereas always every episode, every show, or every movie before was constantly going. Okay, yes, that was the end of this movie, but there's still more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, it's a nice bookend to it. Um, what did y'all think about that scene? Because I mean, that's that's the one. It's like because we've been saying how much of this is Wanda in control of. Mm-hmm. How much of this did she create? How much of it did she cause intentionally? And I, I think that we see that whether she had malicious intent to what she's doing to these other people or not, she definitely did this on her own. Yeah, I mean, it seems like somebody may have started the ball rolling, but by this point, she definitely knows what she's doing. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought the scene was really cool. It's just, I like that it's slowly answering more and more questions that the vision that we see right now is at the very least part part of him is the physical body of vision yep yeah because which is really cool uh, now it looked like on the table they kind of like had pulled it apart and were like sort of up but it, at that point it's been like five years so they've been like picking at it for like five years at that point yeah. so it was probably all like disassembled and, and, and screwed up. So it looks like what I'm guessing is she sort of like put it all back together and then reanimated it with her powers, mm-hmm. which, you know, it makes sense to me. They talked about an end game, how no, an in infinity war, how if they were to take the mind stone out, there would still be a lot of other stuff left in there. And so when you look at it as there's a body with the mind stone out. Right. And she just put the body back together. Yeah. It's a robot. She put the wires back together. It's like fixing up the the refrigerator in a way. Yeah. It's got got the brain. It's got all the parts. It just doesn't have what um, the theologians call the spark. Right. right, but the and, and that's that was interesting because the speculation was, I mean, the reason they were trying to remove the mind stone, the mind stone in Wakanda was this whole idea of, you know, if we take it out, it's possible that everything that's the best of who he is, right, will still be there. But can you imagine though, like speaking of going over the edge? For her to walk in there, and it's like, for them, it's a science project. For her, this is the person she loved. The last person on Earth that she loved. Yeah. Every, she lost everyone else except for him. And they were just experimenting on what was left of him. I mean, what? how, how much of a desecration would she have seen that? Um, so, yeah, it makes sense that she, you know... Mm-hmm. reacted the way that she did because you know as far as she's concerned now she has a bone to pick not just with thanos not just with the whole universe but she has a bone to pick with the people who were doing this yeah um so you know there's that i still think and i'll go ahead and touch on this i do think that there's still someone meddling and i don't know if it's agnes or Agnes's mysterious husband that we've Ralph. never seen, if it's Ralph. Oh, yeah. Um, I still don't know. I've seen some interesting theories popping up as to who the... Uh, who, Puppet master is. Well, no, who who is there that's... In, the missing uh, person that who's the missing person. It's, it's, a, it's a man. It's a male person. Because he said he. Yeah. 
but that you know really well only david knows. may have a have a, a wish come true here if there's some rumors that started swirling really hard like yesterday that that uh pos- the possibility of the missing person the missing person being power man ooh that would be awesome i'm sorry i'm sorry i said that wrong the missing person being wonder man wonder man yeah, that's what I thought you meant anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, now Wonder I'm thinking, Man. Like, I'm like, wait, Power Man's Luke Cage. Right, yeah, no, Wonder uh, Man. <laughs> Wonder Man, yeah. That would be awesome. If, I mean, if you got Evan Peters to show up, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nathan Fillion was like, hey, Agnes is like, hey, let's meet Ralph, and it's Nathan Fillion. That would be right. great. Um, that would be awesome. <clears throat> I think wow. that'd be great. And it's a gr- it, it ties right in, you know, I said it last time, Vision's... Uh, brainwaves were were based off of wonder man right that that that's that's his origin so yeah so, so i mean what if the possibility of of fully restoring vision is this missing person hmm. they are trapped in westview and that's why she's there maybe yeah. possibly yeah, Either that or true. she doesn't even realize and that there's someone there that can help. You know, the thing is, is everybody that's there is under this spell. Right. Um, but there's there's still something else going on, and I'm still I'm still convinced that Agnes is there's something more going on with Agnes. She all because as Vision points out, she always shows up exactly when she needs to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and there's some people that pointed out that possibly the whole botched, botched line thing with Vision in that scene yeah. it was her like trying to give the impression that she is under Wanda's control. Mm-hmm. And I, the reason I think something, I still I think something's going on with Agnes just because I think. That was something we were supposed to pick up on from the beginning. But the real reason I still think there's something else happening here is that Wanda can't control the children. Mm-hmm. And that is the big question. Everything, she's she's pulling the strings on everything except them. Um, yeah, yeah, she can't stop them. They, they want to age. They want to rush past something. She can't stop them. Now, I do think that the children in a lot of ways are what's going to be, is going to crack whatever's going on with her. Because she's having to explain to them, like, the whole, like, letting go of this pet. Right. Like, and you can't jump forward to, you know, get past the grief and all this. And, you know, in some ways she's talking to herself. Mm-hmm. But there's still something going on with the kids that is is keeping her from having any control over them. I don't know. What's your theory, David? Do you have a theory on that? I really don't know because of the, so the kids are, um, I'm going to assume unless Agnes is a big part of, is like also in her own, um, in control of herself. And, and she's like a, a puppet master. The kids are, the only thing in Westview that were not real people. They were made from something. And they established that Wanda it's can't like matter can't be created from nothing. Right. 
Yeah, well, she can't take something from nothing. She had she she manipulated the bulletproof vest into becoming pants uh, for Monica to wear. Can she not create something from nothing, or does she usually have materials to work with? Well, the the, the what they've established so far in this story is that everything everything that, we- that she has created came from something else. Okay. So where did the kids come from? Right. Is the question. Right. But as kind of an argument to that, because, you know, there's some argument of, you know, envisions as why are there no children here? You know, why are there no children here in Westview, which could be something really, really dark as to how her children were created. Oh, God. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, holy crap. But at the same time. When they're arguing about this and they're saying, well, where did the children come from? And Monica says the children are hers. Yeah. Yeah. Which, how does Monica know that? I don't know. Monica, I think Monica subconsciously knows more than she even realizes just by being in there. Yeah. Um, Because she seems to say things kind of like blurting them out. Mm-hmm. And then has this sort of face of, like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just know this thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it just has to do with her being in Westview for as long as she was. Yeah. Right. And, of course, a, a lot of this episode was confirming things we kind of already knew. Um, you know, she she's these people are trapped. They're being tortured. But what we found out was what they're actually feeling is everyone in there is feeling Wanda's grief. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so she's not just in their heads, they're in hers. Right. Which is definitely an interesting dynamic. Right. So it's going to be real interesting to see, I mean, the, the scene of, of Wanda coming out and throwing the drone. And, mm-hmm. um, of course, they, they also kind of cast some doubt on how we're supposed to feel about certain characters outside the bubble. Um, you know, there's some, there's some sides being formed mm-hmm. outside the bubble as to, yeah. um, you know, in, in their, from their perspectives of, and it's, it's odd. It's funny because I really feel like the creators of this show have done something really brilliant. And the, like last week they were answering all the questions mm-hmm. or presenting all the questions that we were asking and this week, you've got sides forming outside the bubble of, is Wanda a villain or not? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly the conversation, right? That the fa- It's almost like that episode yeah. of, uh, of, of Stargate where they're, you know, they've got the, the character who's been reading the mission reports, you know, and so he's like kind of commenting all the things the people are saying. So, it, so they kind of got that going on a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, but but we've seen a lot of things. I mean, we we saw what we thought was going to happen. Vision is beginning to question everything that's happening and the reality of the situation. And he's not happy. And as predicted, definitely not happy that mm-hmm. Wanda's hurting people. Yeah. Really interesting. He said that he can't remember anything about his life. Yeah. He doesn't know about the Avengers or all of that. And I, I guess that has to do with like the mind stone getting taken out and also just Wanda not letting that happen. And, and another thing is like, 
Okay, so can Wanda control Vision? Because she hasn't. But is that just because she doesn't want to? Right. Because she doesn't want to take that step? Because that would then it would truly just be complete fabrication. And she wants to keep Vision fully uh, aware of himself and, and, and in his own control. And she just wants him to accept it. But she could control him. Or can she just not control him? Mm-hmm. And that's why she hasn't. And if that's the case, I'm assuming that Vision is able to be alive right now because one has kind of replaced whatever the Mind Stone was doing with Vision. She's replaced that with her own magic, right. which, of course, is related to the Mind Stone. And if she can't control that, she's also created these children out of her own magic and her own being, and she can't control them. So maybe there's some kind of connection there where mm-hmm. if she creates it with she can't she's so powerful she can't control her own creations if she actually created it. Mm-hmm. Like these are actual people. Right. So she can control them. But if she creates something, she can't control it because she's just so powerful herself. That's just pure speculation though and, and, and pulling stuff out of thin air, but that's the that's a little bit of a connection that I made. That's and interesting, I'm, yeah. Like, can she control vision? Do you think she can, or do you think that she and that she hasn't, or do you think she really can't? I mean, I th- I'm beginning to think that maybe she can't because initially, you know, she was like, nope, redo, you know, rewind, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. But like this time, you saw her start rolling credits, and he was like, no, we're having this conversation. Like, yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she just rolls the credits and like goes to leave, and he's uh-huh. like, no, wait, you know, but. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, this was, this may be my favorite episode and it's kind of been the case so far this season where every episode, you know, each successive episode has been mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're still heading for some big reveals. I, I don't know if, um, you know, what is, what exactly is going on? Who else is involved behind the scenes? Um, the stuff with the twins and the fact that she can't control them and all that. I mean, it, it it does kind of lend some credence to the stuff, you know, some of the ideas that Mephisto may be mm-hmm. lurking in the background here. Um, I mean, what are the, what what about the possibility that Agnes herself is Mephisto? That's a real possibility because you know Mephisto can just make himself look like whatever he wants. Right, mm-hmm. he wants to be a. a Agnes than he can. It's the idea of 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 a sex does not apply to to the being that is Mephisto. Right. Um, so it's very possible that it could be, and that would be cool. I'd be happy with that. That'd be great. I could see that being. I, that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. But let's um, let's talk about this end. And, and of course, we can always come back on the main show if we want to say more about this episode. But mm-hmm. um, in keeping with what we're trying to do here, we'll kind of move towards the the end here with about you know, eight minutes left. Um, we had the big reveal. We, we had uh, a character show up at the end and a very sitcom esque mm-hmm. manner. We uh-huh. recast a character and we had to reintroduce them. Right. Um, I mean, that has happened in, I don't even know how many sitcoms and they did it just like in a sitcom. You've got to reintroduce the characters as shows mm-hmm. up, says, Hey, I'm your brother. You know, yeah. It's like, what? Did, I mean, what are y'all thoughts? I know David has thoughts on 
on on the cameo here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had figured because there was a lot of speculation that this could happen, and when the doorbell rang, I was like, "Who could that be?" Agnes just barges in, so this is not Agnes. Mm-hmm. Who could this be? And then the silver hair, and I just like my jaw dropped. It's like they're really doing it. They're really bringing in Evan Peters' whole crap. And then it's like I thought the episode went down on his silver hair. No, they saw his face and he said words and he came in. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Now, here's what's interesting. Darcy pointed out, she said, they recasted him. Right. Which is interesting because that means that they don't have a perception. They, they, they are perceiving that this is not. I can't. Well, pa- Pietro. A, Pietro. Yeah, I, can't, I, I knew what it was. I, mm-hmm. uh, Pietro. They have the perception that, perception that this is not him. Right. So I'm thinking of this as maybe there's a couple possibilities here. The MCU could just literally say that this is the same Pietro that was in Age of Ultron. They just recasted him just like they did with Hulk. Right. They could say that or they could acknowledge that he came from the multiverse. Yeah. Now, if they acknowledge that he came from the multiverse, then my question is, why did Wanda pull him from the multiverse instead of just resurrecting Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> right. Well, she didn't have a body. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on here because, I, you know, we don't really know if this, I mean, they recast, but like, is he Quicksilver? Does he have Quicksilver's powers? Does he have, or is he just a guy to fill a role yeah. in or her show? Or is he show? literally, is, literally the Quicksilver that was in those movies? Like, is right. he that guy? So is he just like a guy that's now playing a role, a bit part in her sitcom or was he yanked out of the multiverse or is he the missing person and he's someone else totally altogether that really didn't have a proper place in Westview so she can make him whoever she wants hmm. nah I think I mean it's gotta be she, she the way she looked at him almost and she, you know she said before she said that I didn't do that and I'm inclined to believe her when she said, I did not do that, the doorbell ringing, because mm-hmm. Vision thought that she did just to get out of this conversation. Mm-hmm. And then she opened the door, and there was this genuine look of like surprise and shock on her face, mm-hmm. and that she recognized him. Right. Which also might imply that maybe they are just going to say they recasted Pietro, and they're not going to acknowledge that he came from those X-Men movies. I do think it is Quicksilver. Like, I think he's going to be speedy. Maybe not in the show, though that could be some hilarious sitcom material. Mm-hmm. If it's like, go clean your room, and then, you know, that thing. Um, I do think it is Quicksilver. I think that it is... I don't think I don't think it is some other guy. But that, actually, that's a good point. Maybe she did just cast some other guy as Quicksilver, and this is just a fun nod to the fact that Evan Peters played him in the X-Men mm-hmm. movies. I mean, personally, I think that that's going to wind up being the case, but, you know, none of the options we named are off the table as far as we know. Yeah, they could, at this point, they could do anything, literally anything. Hugh Jackman could show up in the next episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're definitely not acting like it's the same person. I mean, because they they acknowledge, did she just recast him? So, um, they're definitely not going like they did with the Hulk and just be like, and this is the Hulk. Mm. Always the same I'm Hulk. Guess- Clearly. I'm guessing same- he's from the multiverse. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's just a really 
whole nother interesting can of worms. Yeah. Well, it confirmed something we actually talked about just the other night where, um, you know, it is possible with all of this going on that if the, if they do decide to really dig into the multiverse and start bringing characters over from the X-Men stuff or specifically what we know they're doing with the Spider-Man and Spider-Man is really the better is really the better thing to use right now in saying that well if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone all make appearances in Spider-Man 3 then it's acknowledging that while they exist on a different earth it sort of makes them like this connected piece to the MCU. Right. It's like they're not in, in the MCU proper, but they they exist in the world of the MCU in another right. reality. And so, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of feel like that's where they're going anyway, so that could definitely be the can of worms they're about to open. Mm-hmm. The MC multiverse, the MCM. The MCM. Which I have... Which I that's that's funny. I'm sorry to interrupt you, um, but I have mixed feelings on that because for one, it's almost like Pandora's box. Like just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> yeah. And complicated does not automatically equal better. Like I I like now. Here's the thing about Evan Peters. Also, by the way, it's not that I necessarily loved Evan Peters as Quicksilver or even the character. The reason I liked Quicksilver in those movies is because of the way they portrayed his powers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what people liked. Yeah. That's what people were excited about. And so it's it's very cool. It's very, very cool for Evan Peters to show up. But part of me also kind of just wishes for simplicity's sake that Aaron Taylor Johnson showed up. That would have been just as cool. And I bet and there's a good possibility he still he still will. We don't know. And wouldn't now, that be interesting? Too quick. Yeah. I mean, now if you want to talk about things that break the simulation, mm-hmm. you know, like she's all of all like all gung ho with like, okay, brother, and then actual brother shows up, and then that's really yeah. A mess. And if it if he is from the X Men movies and he's from that multiverse, it just opens up this can of worms with the fans that I kind of don't. That's what I'm really. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm really talking about. It's because then people are gonna be like, "Well, why isn't Hugh Jackman Wolverine?" Well, because he's old and doesn't want to do it. But, and so <laughs> it opens up that. Yeah. You know? No, I agree with that completely. I don't necessarily want them to go that way. So it, it is going to be interesting to see exactly how they connect all this. So overall, everybody liked the episode. Oh yeah, I loved it. Anybody have any gripes about the episode? Um, no, but I am very excited for them to f- do a full house episode because that is going to be meta to the max, right? Yeah, for sure. Of course, Elizabeth Olsen, her sisters were the twins in Full House, and now she is in the MCU doing a sitcom spoof of Full House, and she is a twin, and also she has twins as children. So much. It's gonna be. It's gonna be incredible. Yeah, it's I pretty, can't wait. I'm with you. I think that's gonna be pretty fun. All right. So before we wrap, is there anything that we didn't touch on that we really need to before we leave? I don't think so. Like I said, there's a lot, and we can always come back to this on our on our next show if we uh, feel like we need to dig into this one a little deeper. I liked Darcy this week because uh, she didn't say too much and she talked like a normal person. Sometimes that's it. 
There we go. <laughs> uh, that, that's, see, I'm okay with a couple little quips like pants and courage. She said one quippy thing. And then the rest, she told like a normal person. I thought that was great, and now I liked her. Perfect. Awesome. Well, if that's if that's everything everybody's got to add this week, that's going to do it for this episode of our MCU on Disney Plus reaction show. And until next week, Marisha, where can people find you? You can find me on my website, princessesandpadawans.com. You can find... Me on Instagram, uh, princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. And really, mostly these days, I'm P Padawans on Twitter. All right. And David? You guys can find me on Twitter at David underscore JG Peoples. All right. And you can find me running the Twitter account for this show at Sci underscore Fictionary. You can drop us a line at the Science Fictionary at gmail.com. And as always, you can catch us here every Tuesday and Thursday with our full length episodes of the show. And as always, check out red5network.com for the rest of the Red 5 podcast family. You can also find them at Red 5 Network on Twitter. And until next time, remember, heroes are made by the path they choose, not the powers they are graced with.